Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of JD's Wildcat World. On this episode we recap a pretty wild game against St. Joseph's and look forward to Friday's game against Marshall. Um, I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, Kentucky wins by a score of 96-88 to 88 in overtime against St. Joe's at home. And, uh, you know, I want to start out by saying I'm very proud of this team. Uh, good, gritty win. They they proved last night that they can win close games and uh, face adversity. Um, they were down by one um, late in that game um, and ended up coming down and getting a bucket. And then St. Joe's scores also and takes it to overtime. Um, but the cat showed adversity, and I love it. I knew, um, if you all listened uh, to any of the previous two episodes, I knew that this game was going to be close. Um, I didn't think it would go to overtime, but I did know it would be close because I don't know what it is, but it seems like it's so hard for this fan base to wrap their mind around. Um, St. Joe's is good. In my opinion, they are good. In my opinion, they are potentially an NCAA tournament team. If they can win the A-10 conference tournament, I mean, they will get in, and I think they can upset somebody. They have guards that can fire it from three. As you saw last night, if they have any space at all, and some of them didn't even have space and were burying them in our face. I mean, they can shoot it. They've got size. They can rebound very well, creating more shots for their guards and um you know we did what we could i I knew size would be a factor i said that uh, on the last episode uh having trey in there and they they had a little bit of size luckily their bigs weren't too uh crazy good scoring the ball but they could definitely rebound and kick it out to those guards that were good so um you know i don't think my opinion of this team if anything has got better from last night just because for the first time in a while, uh, we won a close game that came down uh, to the wire, and uh, we won it. DJ Wagner stepped up huge. It was so awesome to see him get going. I've had a couple people I saw on Twitter, and I've even got a couple messages claiming, you know, Wagner needs to be off the floor uh, in these critical moments. So I don't like the way he's playing. And, uh, you know, I saw a certain media outlet in the same in the state of Kentucky, say kind of the same thing. Um, I just don't agree with any anybody that said that. I think Cal was letting DJ play through, um, and he was defending um, St. Joseph's guy that was leading the Reynolds in overtime, and he did a heck of a job on him. Uh, I know he went for twenty eight, but a lot of those were not in overtime. DJ. He, I, that's why Cal left him in. He, he was, DJ was having a pretty good game on offense too, but uh, you know it wasn't pretty at some points, but had a pretty good second half in overtime on offense. But I think he was in there to shut down Reynolds. I think that's the main reason why Cal left him in. I haven't heard Cal's postgame comments, but uh, I, if, if anybody asked him about that, I, I would assume that was his answer, you know, letting him play through some things. And he was, he was defending his butt off. He did a good job and, it was awesome to see that, and it was awesome to see Trey Mitchell come through in the clutch, hitting two uh, threes that were huge in overtime. 
And, uh, you know, if they're going to leave him open, he needs to shoot it. And uh, that's what he did. Um, you know, he they would switch off, and there was a couple times he was wide open. One time he hit one with a guy in his face, and uh, they were huge as uh, Trey had 22 points on 7 of 15 shooting. And uh, he, he just had a very good game. Uh, it was crazy to see three starters have 20-plus points. It's the first time since... 2009 against Sam Houston State. I saw that stat. I think it was Corey Price that dropped that. Uh, first time we've had three 20-point scores in a game. In this game, it was Antonio Reeves, DJ Wagner, and Trey Mitchell. Uh, Wagner and Mitchell, 22 each, and Reeves had 20. And Reeves was efficient. You know, he I know he didn't play down the stretch, um, and I think it was because of his defense. I think, uh, you know, like I touched on, I think Wagner really defended well on uh, – on their leading score um, in overtime. So uh, Reeves went seven of nine. He, went, he didn't miss a three. He went three of three from deep. And, um, you know, I thought he played a good game too. Uh, Reed Shepard didn't really, I mean, he didn't score, but he had four assists and four boards. And, you know, the game, he, you can't keep him off the floor no matter if he's scoring or not. Um, he just does so many things well. Um, the two deep ball passes, including the one that kind of switched the momentum in overtime, the deep ball to DJ Wagner. Wagner misses the layup, and I think someone followed it. Was it? I think it was Mitchell. I think Mitchell followed it. And uh, <clears throat> that kind of – I think that put us up by four, and you're feeling good at that point. But, uh, you know, Shepard's definitely the guy that's going to be taking the ball out for us. He, he's, I think he's the smartest – Basketball IQ player on the team right now, um, and he showed that last night in the most critical moments. You know, it was good to see after he kind of took that bad shot against Kansas. Um, good to see him settle in and make the right plays. And, of course, you know, got to talk about my man Rob Dillingham. Uh, he did really well in the first half. Second half wasn't as good, but still knocked down some shots. He had 13 points, six assists. I will say six assists. Um, once again, him and DJ lead the team in assists. Uh, you know, once again, I hear comments about players being selfish, and I do not see that with this team. Uh, I just don't, especially Rob and DJ. I just don't see it. But uh, you know, there's is there times they shoot it that they could pass it. Yeah, there is. But there's also times where you know. They pass it when they should shoot when they should shoot it. So I think it balances out. Um, I was surprised we only took twenty five threes. That's a number that um, I think will be in the thirties most games this year. Uh, St. Joe's took thirty seven, hit fifteen of them. And uh, you know I want to give credit to them coming off a bad loss against Texas A and M Commerce. They've played very well, and. Uh, they beat a pin team that is going to be tough for us to beat in a couple of weeks in Philly. And I'm just warning you all, just like I warned you all about St. Joe's, I think that pin game is going to be tight too. I think it's going to be close. Um, St. Joe's plays Villanova on Wednesday the 29th. And it would not surprise me if St. Joe's wins that game. So just be prepared if something pops up. Hey, they beat Villanova. You can say JD told you to, told you so because I think they will. I think they will beat Villanova. I think they're you know 
a definitely a solid team. Um, a couple other things I want to touch on. Justin Edwards played pretty good too. Went four of six on twelve points, and it's good to see Edwards and Wagner. But uh, you know, I think Wagner was the MVP down the stretch on the defensive end, and Trey Mitchell was the offensive MVP. Um, great game from both of those guys, and um, you know. We shot the ball at 51%, but, you know, they, St. Joseph's, attempted a lot of shots. They attempted 75 total shots, and that comes off second chances. We've got to do, you know, I said I wouldn't sugarcoat everything. We've got to figure out how to rebound better on the defensive side, um, which it definitely will get better when we add some size. I mean, that's the number one thing you look at and say, well, Kentucky has no size when you go against these bigger teams, and that's true. Uh, Big Z, please hurry up and get eligible. And Bradshaw, please hurry back from injury. We need you guys. Uh, the sooner the better. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping that uh, Bradshaw is back very soon. The rumor was they were wanting to play him to play Friday. Will that happen? I don't know. We'll see. Um, that would be awesome. I mean, like I said, we need size. Uh, we need to see these guys, and we need them for team chemistry and f definitely for rebounding. Um, and, you know, the number one thing that I think this team needs to work on right now is our defense. Um, I think that we can defend so much better. That first game against New Mexico State, I think we really showed how good we can defend as a team. And uh, that really hasn't been there since then. We kind of... I think the team mindset's kind of been like, whatever you score, we can score more, basically, you know. And uh, I think that's true for the most part. Didn't work out against Kansas, but I think they are really so talented that, you know, we can score with anybody in the country. We're averaging, I mean, in the last two games, we've had 101 points and 96 points. And even against Kansas, we put up 84. So, you know, this is, it goes back to, I think this is an old Cal team. These this, these games are fun to watch. There's never, I mean, even the close game against St. Joe's last night, it was never, man, this is dreadful to watch. Like, our guys were making plays. They were just making plays back. St. Joseph's did a very good job. You know, they got hot, and they played well. You know, and I, like I said, I fully expected that. Um, I do want to kind of see more out of a Duthiero. Um, he only had seven points and five boards, but I mean, he, he played good. He played decent. Um, so that's another guy that we need to kind of step up. Um, overall, I just want to say, you know, kind of like I stated at the beginning, uh, I, if anything, the opinion of my team after this game gets, goes to the better side. Um, I tried to warn the listeners, you know, last episode, this game is going to be close, and, uh, you know, seems like some people just cannot wrap their mind around, you know, sometimes non-conference opponents are good, and um, St. Joseph's is one of those teams. So, you know, if we struggle against Penn on December the 9th, um, do not be shocked either. I mean, it's not because we are a bad team. I said that last week. It's because these other teams are good. They're legit. They're college mid-majors that could do some damage. 
in their conferences and maybe even in the tournament. Um, moving on to Friday now. Um, just a quick little preview against Marshall. Um, I think that, you know, for as good and as talented as St. Joe's was, I think Marshall was decent last year, but uh, this year I want to see us come out and uh, handle our business early against Marshall. Um, you know, they've uh, beat Florida International and Queens, New York, but have lost to Radford and Utah State. They play Oakland today at one thirty. Uh, they could potentially come in here with a losing record if they lose that. Um, I think we should handle our business early. I get it's the day after Thanksgiving. Those games tend to drive the fan base nuts um, because, you know, guys are – if they go see their family or their family comes in, and their mind might not, mind, mind not be 100% on basketball, which is totally understandable given it's Thanksgiving you want to be with your family and things like that. But So if it's a little close, closer than it should be, that's understandable for me, but I think uh, I think we have so much more talent than Marshall this year that uh, we should handle our business pretty well. Um, they they don't really. I mean, they have a little bit of size. Um, Nate Martin is their leading rebounder at nine rebounds a game, and uh, I just realized that Duthiero is actually leading us in boards seven and a half a game. That's pretty wild. Um, but they only average 73 points a game. Um, they average more blocks than us, but, um, you know, that's probably because of their size. Um, I think, like I said, we should come out, handle business. I, not, I get it's Black Friday. It is the day after Thanksgiving, but you don't want it to be a trap game either if we have a top 10 opponent coming in here next week on Tuesday in Miami and, um, but I think the Cats will handle their business. I think Kentucky wins by a score of 88-63. to 63. I'm going to take a 25-point win for the Cats. I think, you know, at the beginning, as this team tends to do, we might get down early uh, and fight our way back. Um, it seems like um, when Reed and Rob come in off the bench every game, it seems like it flips the momentum. I kind of don't really realize or don't understand why we don't just start them, but I get it. Uh, you want Wagner and Edwards to kind of be the main guys that step up. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of getting behind early in these games. It kind of sinks, but uh, it's something I guess we're just going to get used to because I don't think uh, they're going to change the starters. And Reed and Rob are good sparks off the bench too. So, uh, But I, I think the main question going into Friday's game is, do we get Big Z or Bradshaw back by then? Um, to be honest with you, I think that's the main storyline going into it. And uh, we'll see. Um, it would definitely be awesome. Um, I'm still of the belief that we don't get Bradshaw back till conference play. That's been my belief uh, ever since the season started. But I did hear, uh, I forget where I heard it at, maybe saw it on Twitter, that they were wanting him to play in this Marshall game before Miami. That way we would have him for Miami. And uh, I'm all for it. That'd be great. So we will see. Um, I picked the Cats to beat Marshall by 25 points, 88-63. to 63, And my MVP 
Um, MVP. I'm gonna go Reed Shepard. Uh, I think uh, you know he didn't. Ha he only attempted one shot uh, last night, but he did other great things. I think he gets back in the scoring column and uh, has another Reed Shepard game like he did against Stonehill. I think uh, he will score it and dish it and rebound it. I think uh, I'm going to take Reed Shepard for my MVP against Marshall. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, this has been, it's, it's so fun to just sit here and give my opinions about something I care so much about and uh, love. I've loved Kentucky basketball ever since I was a little kid. And uh, if you all know me, you know that. And you know how much I enjoy talking about it. And, uh, you know, it's awesome. You know, you'd see people, I would see people out in public. And the first thing they would ask me is, you know, how are the cats this year? And now they just shoot me a message asking my opinions. And uh, I love that. I love interacting with you all. And I appreciate you all for asking uh, me questions and uh, interacting with the show. And uh, if you all listened, you all knew, in my opinion, that this game was going to be close, so it shouldn't be a surprise. And uh, hopefully you all feel the same way about this team as I do. Uh, I'm very excited for our future this season. And uh, real quick before I go, uh, please continue to rate, leave five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, the more of those I get, um, you know, the more platforms that are going to want to pick this podcast up um, with my other podcasts uh, you know it got to a point where my listenership was so much that uh, Amazon Music picked it up so I'm hoping uh, for uh, this podcast to continue uh, doing numbers like it's doing so it can get picked up by more uh, platforms so we can you know keep growing and keep going so uh, leave those reviews. Um, Spotify and Apple both help. And uh, thank you all once again for listening. And uh, as always, go Cats. And let's get this win Friday night and move to 5-1. and one.